WUNK Southern Soul Radio, the podcast. Interviews, charts, news, and so much more. Hosted by DJ Smooth D. So come on and join us. Come on, D. Take it away. What's up? It's your boy DJ Smooth D. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it so much. Well, we are back. This is the podcast for WUNK Southern Soul Radio. That's right. The station that is heard in over 55 countries around the world. And of course, in the beautiful US of A. Thank you so much for listening. I'm back. We're going to do some podcasts and we're going to discuss... Uh, concerns I'm going to discuss a lot of stuff when it comes to Southern Soul but this week we're going to talk about the state of Southern Soul now mind you the state of Southern Soul for me is going to be just like the state of the union or the state the state or whatever you want to call it I'm not the governor I'm not the president I'm not the dictator I'm just a DJ and a fan of Southern Soul That's right. If you haven't heard this particular podcast, I am the owner and program director of uh, a three station. uh, I call it I call it a three station conglomerate, which is WUNK Southern Soul Radio, WUNK Southern Soul Radio, um, WUNK Gospel and of course WUNK Smooth Jazz, which is the jazz station where it is actually in. Uh, in construction right now we are continuing to build that station for listeners to enjoy smooth jazz and of course uh, smooth R&B and of course uh, your favorite traditional jazz we also have a hip-hop station which the hip-hop station is something that we've been back and forth about for quite a while but um, anyway on to the state of Southern Soul Um, friends and family Southern Soul by definition or the definition that I've given it given it is a um, mixture of Mississippi Delta blues of course Chicago blues and of course your favorite smooth soul Um, you hear the likes of things like Teddy Pendergrass Bill Withers um, but of course you do hear the blues influence which the blues influence comes from people like of course Bobby Rush B.B. Um, King, Bobby Bland, Shirley Brown, and many other artists that are still in Southern Soul today. But anyway, this is opinionated only. Um, this is not something that people will say is the definition and the answer of the state of Southern Soul. But in my opinion, it's just something that I like to say and like to speak to. Um, I am a fortunate listener. I've been listening for almost three decades. Um since the late 80s early 90s i've been listening to portions of southern soul um and blues for that period of time of course i also listen to soul music and of course all other genres of music but to me right now southern soul has a lot of um it has a lot of growth uh it is doing very well but it's also doing pretty bad uh the wellness portion of it is the the as i always say it's not local it's global now um 
And I mean that from a global standpoint that the music is being heard all over the world now. Thanks to the DJs like um, DJ Trucker, um, DJ Hayes, um, myself, the likes of Cutty Cut. Uh, a lot of the DJs that are on TikTok and, of course, on Facebook, DJ Ken Ken and his son um, are making it global. Um, we've had artists to leave the country and go to different parts of the world to sing Southern Soul, to sing the blues. And we've also had people right here at home. Um, a good example of a global, and I still say he's not a Southern Soul artist, is Bobby Rush. Uh, Bobby Rush, is, he's been all over the world with his music. B.B. Uh, King, he was a world traveler when it came to the blues. But the reason why I say it's global is because of the sheer fact of social media. Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and many other social media outlets have has grown the music because when I first started listening to it, it was literally regional. Uh, the furthest north you heard it was maybe, m maybe the state of Missouri, maybe. Uh, the furthest south, of course, was Florida. Um, and the furthest east was probably maybe the, maybe Virginia. Uh, maybe South Carolina, the furthest west. Now, the western portion was a really big deal, was Texas. Um, you heard it no further west than that. But now you hear it all over the country. Um, you don't hear it in every, on, you don't hear it on certain street corners anymore. You hear it, you know, I heard Southern Soul all the way in cities like uh, Miami and Key West, uh, cities like New York, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, we have we we're a fortunate station because we are truly internet based, so we're being heard all over the world. Um, but I state that for the sheer fact that the music is going to grow even more over time because of the likes of myself and other other DJs and other radio outlets that are still playing not just the current music but they're playing the former music, and it's very important because. We want we don't want this flame to die out. We're always we always say uh, during our station breaks, we are the keepers of the flame because a lot of this music is based on soul music. Ninety nine percent of Southern soul is soul music. They used to call it soul blues for a long time because they didn't know where to put it. Southern soul was a, a coined phrase. It's been coined many different times, but the one that I heard it was by Senator Jones, which he was a record executive of Mardi Gras Records, um, which is one of the biggest uh, Southern Soul um, labels on the planet. It was one of the first Southern Soul labels. It was Mardi Gras Records, it was CDS, it was Echo Records, and some of the other big labels. Um, but that's the thing about it, that it's a global music now. Um, but it also has its drawbacks as well. Now, as I said, this is the state of Southern Soul. It doesn't mean it's good, doesn't mean it's bad. It's got both ends of it. Now, the the I guess the, the cons of Southern Soul now is, is it's becoming more and more hip-hop. It doesn't have that gritty soul sound anymore. Uh, it's also becoming a one-song genre. You do one song, that's it. More artists in Southern Soul are doing 
EPs and singles than I've ever seen. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things behind uh, doing certain songs a certain way or doing your music a certain way. It can be studio time. It can be your own writing. It can be, be that you may not have a lot of producers. You may not have the resources. Or you may just be one of those artists that that's all you want to do. And that's fine. That's okay. But as DJs and radio announcers and people that are in the radio, we want to see more. We don't want to see you doing six singles. We want to see you do an entire album. Let the album play. Even if I know for a fact there are a few artists that have done records, whole albums that have lasted a couple of years. And it's okay because you're releasing singles off of that record. But let's see more creativity. There's also been some, um, let's just say, lyric paraphrasing. There have been some artists that have written great songs that the some of the other artists have taken lyrics from. And it's just, it's recently come to the light. Um, a particular artist, which I will not name the artist, has used lyrics from another song that an artist has already may uh it's also true about the music um if you uh, i'm a connoisseur of music i mean i can i listen to chord progressions i listen to grooves i listen to drum beats i listen to a lot of different things and i can tell whether a song has been produced and written on their own or if a song has been let's just say borrowed now mind you i'll get into the definitions of things that i say as i say them like for example a lot of music is not copyrighted, meaning it's not tied to a particular name or individual or person who wrote, arranged, and produced the song. It's just written. It is gone in the studio. It is a rough draft of a really decent song. Then on the other hand, you have people that actually, artists that will go out and purchase permission or they will gain permission to use a drum beat or they may use a groove or they may use a bass line or a chord progression or whatever it might be out of a song which is okay but it's better and this comes from the queen god rest her soul the queen dj unique get the whole song get the whole song a perfect example of that is which i did not believe this um there is an artist that actually purchased hole in the wall uh, this particular artist he purchased the whole song I thought it was a cover song that he had stolen but from reputable sources the song was purchased by him He, the source states that he did purchase the song so or he gained permission for Hole in the Wall which Hole in the Wall is probably the number one southern soul song that was ever written plain and simple it was heard from coast to coast. It was written by a young man by the name of Melvin Waiters. If you don't know, uh, Melvin Waiters was a uh, an artist out of San Antonio, Texas. Uh, he did a number of years on the Malico label. Um, he had an imprint. He was on the uh, the portion of Malico that was called Warlicky, uh, which was a great label. Um, he had his own label before his death. It was called Bethany Records. Great artist. He did songs like Hole in the Wall. He did 
Ice Chest. He did um, A Real Mother For You, which is a classic funk tune. Uh, he just did a lot of music. Um, I was fortunate to be able to see him. But anyway, the the creativity in Southern Soul, in my opinion, has gotten a little off base. It's not the best. It has been times where we have saw new and creative songs that were absolutely amazing. A creative run, and I'm just giving examples. Uh, there again, we're back to this. This is my opinion and my opinion only. Uh, it does not mean that you go out and cancel me or that you hop in the inbox and say you don't know anything about Southern Soul. I never said I did. I'm just an observer of what's going on around me as a air personality and a radio station owner. Great run of music right now that's going on is uh, Tucker. He's a popular artist. He's done Till the Sun Comes Up. He's done uh, Candy Shop. He's done many, many different songs. He's kind of got a creative run. But there again, the artists always have to go back to the foundation of the music, which is blues, that blues E. Um, take into account a few things. And I've seen a lot of the artists that, uh, that we're going to discuss over the next few minutes in the state of Southern Soul. Now, mind you, um, one of the best producers is a young man by the name of Ricky White. Ricky White has done great music. Uh, another great producer is uh, Carl Marshall. Uh, Carl Marshall had a um, a number of uh, hits. I mean, Jingle My Bell, um, Crying Zone, and many others. But you could hear their sound. It was only somebody that had that sound. And now with the state of Southern Soul, there again, the music is starting to sound like hip hop. There are even guys and ladies that are rapping on Southern Soul tracks. Now, mind you, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying that it's it doesn't it doesn't preserve the music. The music will die if we don't preserve the music. Now, a preservation of music would be like TK Soul. Preserving the music is Willie Clayton. Preserving the music is Omar Cunningham. Preserving the music are artists like Vic Allen and Mel Waiters and not Mel Waiters, I'm sorry, Lamaris Williams and Lacey and Karen Wolf and many others. Preserving the music. Um, don't get me wrong. I do what the fans want. I can't run this station based on what I want. If I ran it based on I want what I wanted, we would be listening to uh, Mel Waiters. We'd be listening to uh, Bobby Bland. We'd be listening to Lil Milton. We'd be listening to B.B. King, Denise LaSalle, um, many of the old school artists, which let's just be honest, old school is old school. It is what it is. Um, and we're also having this particular change into hip-hop music because of the demographic that it's changed to. Now, mind you, used to be, when I started listening to it, it was 35 and older that was listening to Southern Soul. We called it grown folks music. Now, I've heard the likes of teenagers listening to it. Now, mind you, they may not understand the lyrics, but they understand the music. Teenagers because of TikTok, right? Teenagers because of King George. 
uh, teenagers because of P2K U-Turn now as I said this music is going to die if we do not preserve this music it will go away the other state of Southern Soul is Southern Soul will never get a Grammy category ever now mind you there might be a chance that one of the Southern Soul artists elevate to a R&B category but it's going to take a lot of creativity. It's going to take a lot of success. And it's going to take a lot of you singing your music and being on mainstream radio. Now, mind you, the Internet and radio is where it's going. Because a few reasons. Southern Soul has been always on the Internet for probably 30 years. Now, mind you, since the late 80s. Right. I started in... Uh, DJing in 2009 going into 2010 when I started there was half as many artists as they are now and that has to do with the fact that the music is cookie cutter there's no creativity there's no lyrical content I mean we're, we're talking about something that basically people should be thinking about that if you want a Grammy category you got to have some create you got to have some creativity you got to have some longevity and you've got to have a little bit of luck i.e. the likes of Lizzo Beyonce uh, the likes of Nicki Minaj the likes of some of our old school artists like Bobby Rush Bobby Rush is a perfect example of soul blues, southern soul, heading to the Grammys. He's won the Grammy twice. We as a community need to look at him to find out what's the secret. Because he surrounds himself with great producers, with great creative minds, and great people that are producing his music on such a quality level that it never sounds the same it never has he's been in the business he's been in the business as long as i've been on this earth let's just say that i know for a fact at least four to five decades he's done the likes of sue he's done the garbage man he's done uh hoochie mama he's done one monkey don't stop no show he has done Party Down. He has done Night Fishing. He has done Bow-Legged Woman, Knee Knocking Man, and on and on and on and on and on. I'm not saying he's a hit maker, but there is something that is getting him to the Grammys every year. That's getting him in the Grammy conversation. And I don't think that the artists that really are screaming about, oh, we want a Grammy for Southern Soul, are looking over in the corner and seeing a guy that's already doing it. And he's doing it in the traditional blues category. Now, mind you, it has nothing to do with Southern Soul. He has been drug in. Yes, he has played on most um, playlists when it comes to Southern Soul DJs. There is some Bobby Rush there. There is some Bobby Bland there. There is some Denise LaSalle there. There is some B.B. King there. There is some Johnny Taylor, some Tyrone Davis, Quinn Golden. The list goes on and on and on.
but I think as a as a Southern Soul community, if we want a Grammy, if we want consistency, that's what we need to look to. He's got the formula. I don't know what it is. I can't tell you, but all I know is, is he's got something that is keeping him in the conversation every year for a Grammy nomination. Every single year. He might not get nominated every year, but to win, win a couple and to get nominated a couple of times, there's something he's doing something right. Now, like I said, I think it's the way he's surrounding with people. I think it's his people that he's surrounding. That's just me. Now, that's another conversation, another podcast in its entirety. But I believe the state of it is that we're losing creativity. A lot of music has lost its creativity. A lot of it has. But I think that's why Southern Soul is so behind. We've got a handful of artists right now that are doing really well because they have creative teams around them. couple of examples. Jeter Jones. Another example is West Love. Another example, she's coming up strong, and I don't know who her people is, but I like it. Miss Brown Sugar. She did Sneaky Link. Go to the internet. If I don't promote YouTube, but that's where most of the artists have their music ending up at. Go listen to some. There are a lot of playlists out there. Uh, Spotify has a lot of this music, but I want people to understand that for the most part, if we can ever get our creativity right as a community, we'll be okay. We will see a, a continued growth of this music. But if we're stealing lyrics, stealing music, and I call it stealing because you don't get the permission to use it, then we'll be okay. Get the basics down, family. That's the other thing about the state of Southern Soul that I believe. The basics. Having your music mixed and mastered. Most people don't know this, but there are two engineers. There's actually three. You have a mixing engineer. You have a mastering engineer. And you may have a recording engineer. Now, mind you, your mixing engineer and your recording engineer could potentially be the same. But, family, we don't need to allow our mixing engineer to also master it. That's two different ears. That's two different jobs. He or she can't do both. I'm sorry. Also, another thing, and ladies and gentlemen, some of these terms, if you don't know what they are, go to the internet, they'll tell you. Google and Dr. Google and Professor YouTube will give you all of this information. But also, and I've preached this since I've been on the air, metadata. Metadata is your for like a car, it's your VIN number. Metadata allows your music to be impacted in different platforms. Meaning, if you put the title of your music and the and your artist name, when you go to put it in Apple Music, Amazon Music, when you go to put it in YouTube, Spotify, Tidal, whoever that you're sending it to, it will pop up correctly. Believe it or not, behind the scenes, ladies and gentlemen, the DJs are pulling their eye, pulling their hair out because your metadata is not correct. It's not up to date. You got wrong spelling. You've got somebody else as your mixing engineer, and you got somebody else uh, producing, but they're both the producer. That doesn't look right. 
Now, mind you, here's the other one on the other side. You get it right when it goes to Apple. Why can't you get it right when you go to the stations? The radio stations are viable. They are needed. I don't care what nobody says. Yes, YouTube is very important. But also, the radio is still important. It's very important. If you want your music heard all over the world, family, that's what you have to do. Ladies and gentlemen, mind you, here's my thing on the issue itself. If we do what we're supposed to do, the state of Southern Soul will get better. Be creative, be more organized, be more intentional. Be more intentional. When you get done with your music, you're mixing your music, you're mastering your music. Take two minutes and label your music. When it goes to the radio stations or goes to whatever, it'll go in correctly. And you'll get paid for it. You are so concerned with spins on Spotify. Why not be concerned with making that dollar or two dollars on your uh, your other other things? So this is why I say to everyone, just do what you need to do so you can make it all happen. Be creative. I, I can't stress that enough. Be creative. Creativity is the key to the whole situation. You don't just go in the studio and just cover a song and swear it's yours. I'll give you an example. Copyright infringement. And I found this out just a few weeks ago. You know the song, Didn't You Know or Didn't You Know by Erica Badu. That song was produced by a young man, God rest his soul, named Jay Dilla. It was a 70s jazz instrumental song. They put together a hit in Didn't You Know. Then they found out the record label of the original song found out there was copyright infringement involved. And they owe the record label and the group a million dollars. Of course, now, mind you, that song blew up. That million dollars probably wasn't anything to the producers and the arrangers and the writers of Erica Badu's song. But it was something to the original creators. So, as I said, create your own music, Southern Soul. This is from DJ Smooth D. Create your own music. It's fine if you're going to use a chord progression, use a groove, use a drum beat, because it's been done for years. That's fine. Get the permission that you need. Get permission for the whole song. So there's no reason to go back later and get eaten, literally. But anyway. This is my take and my take only. Thank you so much for listening, family. This has been WUNK Southern Soul Radio, the podcast. Now on with the shameless plug and also everything about us. Anyway, you can go to TuneIn Radio. You can also go to CX Radio. 
you can also go to shoutcast.com shoutcast.com allows you to stream the music you can take your music with it with you 24 hours a day seven days a week from coast to coast and around the world on your smartphone your smart speaker you can just say alexa and she will play your music you can ask uh siri and siri will play your music it is free for everyone we don't cost anything to do that but we do want you to take an opportunity to listen to the music enjoy the music um really i, I really and truly appreciate you listening we will be dropping more podcasts weekly hopefully more um we're going to make our we're going to take our due diligence to be able to do this and to allow you to hear some insights in southern soul um as i said earlier you'll be hearing more charts the top 25 and the top 10 of southern soul uh you'll also be hearing uh the artist spotlight which i'm going to spotlight one artist on every podcast not this one um and just give you a brief synopsis it will not be uh, a particular order or particular artists we're going to pick different artists every week male female bands groups um and give you a taste of the music if you've never heard it now mind you as i said a little bit ago as well uh southern soul is a uh a lot of people call it blues which there are different uh groups of blues you've got of course traditional blues you've got old blues new blues uh, our blues is more of a soul type blues that hence the name Southern Soul. Um, and of course, if you would like to be a part of the music, I always encourage folks head on over to Facebook. Uh, you will see flyers. You will also see covers um, and you'll see a lot of different stuff. Now on next week, next week, we're going to be. Uh, doing our usual take uh, on the on the Southern Soul community. We'll be talking about news and the charts. As I said, we're going to do our artist spotlight next week um, and a lot of different things. So join me. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say follow me. I'm not going to say subscribe. Be part of the nation. Uh, Team WUNK. And uh, listen to the podcast. Listen at your leisure. Um, if you uh, like what you hear, I appreciate it. Uh, I will be uh, giving you more information and more feedback. What you want to hear. Uh, what you want to be heard discussed. Um, we really want to uh, give the listeners an opportunity to be able to chime in. Uh, questions, concerns, uh, heartburn, and of course... Uh, as I always say, uh, bitches, uh, well, I'm not going to say bitches, I'm going to more say uh, gripes, groans, um, things that make your ass itch, uh, all of those things. We're going to talk about that as well. One of the ones, and you'll hear me say this all the time, you heard it in the last uh, State of Southern Soul, um, get your, your data right. I want to see you get paid. So anyway, so this has been WUNK, the podcast for WUNK Southern Soul Radio. I am the host, the janitor, 
the guy that does the most, DJ Smooth D. Again, join me, join me, join me. And I hope you enjoy the podcast. Thank you so much for listening.